Welcome to Let's Talk Loyalty, an industry podcast for loyalty marketing professionals. I'm your host, Paula Thomas, and if you work in loyalty marketing, join me every week to learn the latest ideas from loyalty specialists around the world. This show is sponsored by Comark, a global provider of innovative software products and business services. Comark's platform is used by leading brands across all industries to drive their customer loyalty. Powered by AI and machine learning, Comark technologies allow you to build, run, and manage personalized loyalty programs and product offers with ease. For more information, please visit comark.com. So welcome to the latest episode of Let's Talk Loyalty. And today I'm delighted to welcome the head of loyalty for the Emirates National Oil Company. So Surya Veer Singh is the head of loyalty at Enoch. And I'd like to first of all welcome you to Let's Talk Loyalty. Thank you, Paula. Thank you for having me. And I will call you Suri for short, if that's okay. It's so much easier. It is, Bala. Uh, <laughs> you can call me Suri. Okay, I thank you, Everybody Suri. knows me as that. As so. they sure do, absolutely. And you're very well known in the loyalty market in the UAE, Suri. So I'm sure there's plenty of our listeners in this region. We'll be delighted to know that you're on the show. So before we get into the amazing Yes Rewards program that you recently launched, I would love to just ask you, first and foremost, what is your favorite loyalty statistic? My favorite statistics? Obviously, customer lifetime value. Okay. Uh, it shows us whether our customers come and spend with us through the long term mm-hmm. and uh, whether they're really genuinely loyal to us. Sure. But having said that, we're a three-month-old program. Sure. So customer lifetime value is still a long way to go for us. Sure. Uh, the current most important statistic would be cross shop. Okay. Uh, we're a fuel retailer, mm-hmm. but we've also got uh, a convenience store brand. We've yes. got... Uh, a car wash mm-hmm. and a car, a car brand called Auto Pro, mm-hmm. automotive brand called Auto Pro. We've got the Shield and we've got two FNB brands, Powers and Popeyes. Okay. Uh, so at this stage, cross shop would be a very, very important metric that uh, we would look at from a loyalty perspective. Wonderful, wonderful. And there's not many groups of fuel retailers that own food and beverage brands particularly. So as you said, you've got two. And even Tasjil, again, for international listeners, is all about car registration in Dubai. Yes. Yeah? Uh, so uh, Paula, in Dubai, uh, you have to register your car every year. It's, it's, it's a mandated... Uh, a uh, step that one takes to ensure that your car is in safe driving condition. Okay. And uh, you you go back, you go to a center like us, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and you kind of get your car out checked and validated so that it's in healthy, top running condition. Okay. And uh, you register it with us, mm-hmm. and you drive your way. So uh, yes, the Steel is an Enoch owned brand, okay. and uh, it's something that we take great pride in. Yes. Uh, immense source of customer data for us. Absolutely. Great, yeah. And just again to, to explain to, to uh, listeners all around the world, so the Emirates National Oil Company is um, an oil and gas uh, company, but uh, retailing and owned by 100% by the government of Dubai. Absolutely. 
And just for listeners who might not be familiar with the Zoom brand, I was also really impressed to read actually on the Enoch website that it was the very first convenience store to start in this country. So Zoom is an extraordinary convenience brand. And I know you have standalone Zoom stores, which again are part of Yes Rewards, as well as the Enoch fuel station. So as you said, quite a lot in the portfolio. Uh, absolutely, Paula. So in this country, if you see, and especially, I mean, this is very unique to the UAE today, uh, convenience, the difference between convenience stores and uh, standalone stores is very murky. Mm. Uh, customers want convenience. Uh, there are people who want to do their groceries so while they drive through a, a petrol station. Yeah. And then there are others who probably also, you know, want deliveries uh, at home. Yeah. And uh, many who want to actually visit and touch and feel products and pick them up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Zoom actually gives you a holistic experience across all of these formats. Mm -hmm. And uh, we as a program want to ensure that we reward our customers wherever they go, mm -hmm. whether it's in the fuel station mm -hmm. or at the standalone or when they, when we deliver products yeah. to their homes. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Zoom's been uh, one of the first brands yeah. uh, in the region and uh, been very, very successful uh, as far as convenience and groceries is concerned. Absolutely. And one of my other favorite statistics, in fact, and it goes back to, I think, I think it's a few years old now, actually, Suri. But there was always this idea that actually um, fuel was cheaper than water in this country, <laughs> which I don't think is still true. <laughs> but I think we've had a very different profile of customers in this country. Uh, you know, there has always been this talk, in, uh, especially in the Arab world, yeah. and especially a lot of people coming from outside saying, is, or is fuel actually cheaper than water? Yeah. Times are changing. Sure. Uh, yeah. COVID, COVID has changed a lot of that as of well. Course, and times yeah. today, you know, people have uh, tighter wallets. Yeah. Uh, we are a lot more conscious about how we spend our money. Mm -hmm. uh, there is also this transition to hybrid vehicles and electric cars and all. So there's a lot happening in the world today. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's not the same. I wouldn't say fuel is cheaper than water. Okay. Yes, it is. Um, it may be comparatively cheaper from a lot a lot of other you know parts of the world. Let I mean, look at Asia or Europe and all of that. But uh, uh, people are conscious about how they spend. They are conscious about uh, how much they spend, and uh, that ensures that today we want to kind of give back to the customer and yeah. it's not just about it's not just about the money you know it's, it's also about the customer experience and whether he can we can engage with them okay we've got uh three uh, big fuel uh, companies here. So you've got Enoch and you've got our competitors in Abu Dhabi and yeah. in UAE as well. Yeah. And now you've also got uh, companies that are delivering fuel to your house. Amazing. So we are yeah. stepping our game. Uh, we're stepping up on uh, many of these things. And uh, that kind of ensures that um, uh, we kind of uh, take the challenges head on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, yes, we'll remain in the forefront of that. Amazing. Amazing. And I did see Enoch is actually doing fuel delivery as well, Suri, yeah? Uh, yes, we're, uh, we've got uh, Enoch Link. Uh, we are doing fuel delivery. We've kicked off on more on the B2B side of the business. Okay. And um, B2C for us right now is uh, works perfectly fine with our uh, with okay. our fuel stations. We've got extensive reach in Dubai, in mm. the UAE, even in the Northern Emirates. Mm -hmm. And uh, so as and when uh, we do uh, move into the delivery model, yeah. uh, we will let you know for Absolutely. sure. Is Absolutely. Is that in the current portfolio, we, we're still considering it, but not. Uh, it's not something that we'll come out with very, very soon. Okay. So the focus on loyalty um, feels like it's a fairly recent uh, development. You launched the Yes Rewards program in November 2020, am I right? 
Oh, all right. Uh, Paula, we have been working on uh, loyalty for some time and um, sure. we had our partners uh, from Poland. Comarch has been uh, one of our key partners. Um, we wanted to get it right. Sure. Uh, this project was um, uh, actually I mean, started out probably two years ago, to yeah. be honest. And sure. um, we went through a couple of stages of development. Uh, there was a lot of infrastructural development. Yeah. Uh, we wanted to ensure that we get the customer interface right. Mm -hmm. And we did not want to rush into uh, doing things in a hurry. Absolutely. Uh, so... To be honest, the project has been on for a while. Sure. But we did launch in, on the 1st of November. Okay, great. And uh, it's been close to what, two and a half, three months now. Yeah. It's been exciting, exciting two and a half, three months. Absolutely. 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 Yeah. yeah. And I think it's difficult enough launching loyalty at the best of times, never mind in the middle of COVID. And, Absolutely. Know. Now, that was, uh, we didn't plan that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we said, okay, uh, COVID did dampen a few spirits here and there, but yeah. You know, Dubai being Dubai, we opened up. Uh, totally. You know, COVID's yeah. been managed pretty well here. And um, we did see a lot of people come back on the road. Mm. Traffic did kind of pick up. Mm. Uh, and uh, we think, you know, it was going to have been a better time. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, could you know, we would have liked to launch sometime earlier. But having said that, uh, I think it was just when the market had started opening again and yeah. there was this sense of positivity coming back into the city. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, we made the most of it. Uh, we've launched with a, in a big way. Mm. It was in fact one of the biggest campaigns that we did in Enoch in a couple of years. And uh, we put everything behind it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we, we saw a couple... Um, Considerable, uh, you know, we in the first two months, to be to be honest, we've done we had over I think hundred eighty thousand downloads. Amazing, amazing. So the numbers were numbers looked very very good. We've yeah. seen considerable engagement from our customers. Members have uh, been coming back. Mm -hmm. Uh, the application had a lot of positive reviews yeah. and uh, we will continue to grow and develop the app further to ensure that we kind of keep giving back to our customers and uh, yes. growing this program considerably. Wonderful. What I really loved, Sori, actually, um, as you said, you launched in a big way, uh, massive above the line spend. So I've seen outdoor and all sorts of fantastic communications going on. Um, but also there's a really big appetite, I think, in this country for um, for raffles and draws. And you took that to a whole other level. So tell the listeners exactly <laughs> what you did to, uh, to launch the program. Yes. Uh, so this, this, I mean, uh, Dubai has done things big sure. and we just didn't want to be around the mill program. Mm -hmm. We wanted to come out with something that our uh, members would love. Mm -hmm. uh, we came up with the chance to win a car mm -hmm. and why not? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> and not just any car. It was a pretty absolutely. special one. It was an Audi. Yeah, yeah. it was an Audi Q5. Uh, we Beautiful. saw massive engagement uh, yeah. with that raffle draw. Uh, very recently did we actually hand over the car to one of our winners and she was elated. Wow. Uh, and uh, I mean, we did we did spend considerable money behind this campaign, and uh, I think we're seeing the benefits now. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. it's resulted in considerable engagement, cross shop. Mm. Uh, we had our staff excited about it as well. So you know, totally. with any program, there is there are two things, and yeah. one is obviously you have an above the line spend and a lot, huge digital spender. Yeah. But at the same time, you also need to get your on ground, you know, yeah. uh, staff who are in your petrol stations, in your Zoom stores, in AutoPro, all of these guys to be excited about something coming up. Yeah. And uh, I think this was this was the bright, you know, light that came out when yeah. after all the darkness that we've had totally. in 2020. Yeah. So, yes, yeah. exactly. And yeah. um, we did see a lot. So, yeah, we spent a lot on it. The car was... Um, 
Yeah. Uh, was one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're looking at giving another one. Mm-hmm. Okay. And why not? Uh, <laughs> but other than that, we did give, give away a million points uh, wow. to customers as well. Um, we had a reward for joining the program. Yeah. And uh, we've ensured that even from a points perspective, uh, we do not uh, cut corners in terms of what the value of points is for customers. Okay. Because, you know, many a times you see uh, customers are not aware of what this, you know, whatever mm. the currency they are and what it actually means. Yeah. We've been very, very transparent on the application. And I don't, I guess you've downloaded of the course, app. Yeah. And you, yeah. on our, on the application, you can literally translate what the points mean in terms of uh, yeah. currency value. Yeah. Uh, so that sort of transparency is something we want to retain in the program mm-hmm. uh, because you know uh, there are many loyalty programs today in the market For and sure. i think no one knows this better than you yeah uh, but what we see is that there is this, there are many customers members across the group who are confused about what they really mean or you know okay. how much do i earn yeah. uh, what yeah. is the burn rate yeah. uh, and what is the value do I, um, that i get out of it yeah uh, so that is something we wanted to ensure that we are transparent about as part of the program. Yes. We yeah. want to, we want our customers to know what they get, mm-hmm. what they can redeem for, and uh, we want to kind of move move out of this plastic uh, manual, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. format of doing things yeah. and take our first big leap into digitization. Absolutely. So you've only executed in digital form. I certainly haven't seen any plastic cards. Is that correct? It's purely digital program. Uh, absolutely. So okay. it's, it's, it, it is a purely digital program. We don't want to go down that cards route. Uh, I think all of us have way too many cards in our pockets totally. today anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the platform allows us to do a lot more. Of course. And we will stay that way good. Uh, okay. and only evolve from here. So that's, that's how it's going to be for now. Good, good, good. Because your background was actually in fashion retail with the Altair Group, again, another huge retail group in this region. So previously, yes. yes. Well, I used to, I worked with Altair for a couple of years, again, uh, yeah. looking after the Amber program. Yes, yeah. And I guess, and there we, d- we did have a plastic card and we moved digital as well. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that kind of also helped me understand customers better. Totally. Uh, uh, I always believe customers are the same whether they're buying fashion or they're fine or they're buying fuel because all of us buy a bit of everything. Yes, yeah. And uh, it's just how you reach out to them with uh, different segments and understand them better. Yeah. And yes, that that kind of also gave me a lot of insight into building the Yes program. Totally. So not making mistakes I would have made otherwise, or you know, we as a group were able to kind of ensure that. Yeah. Uh, we do the right. We do it the right way. Absolutely, but I loved your point particularly, Suri, about um, the staff and the point of sale. And I think you're right. I think you tapped into a mood of optimism, actually, in the first instance, to actually give the the, the guys something different and something new to talk about. And I've often said on this show before, I'm quite resistant to joining loyalty programs because I want to challenge the staff. Like genuinely, I'm a nightmare. <laughs> so I was uh, convinced. Convinced in a Zoom store um, in a Rove Hotel. Actually, you probably know the Rove Hotel. It's very big here as well. And, you know, she was like, absolutely, you can't miss out. you got to join this program. She had the URL on the desk. So I immediately downloaded it. So I have to say you've done a great job on that front. Oh, thank you so much, Paula. But it's, it, I mean, it, getting staff excited isn't easy. Totally. Uh, loyalty for loyalty practitioners seems very simple and very understanding. Yeah. You know, we are able to take our differentials from different programs and all of that. Yeah. But... The biggest challenge, and I can tell you this today, was the fact that we uh, t- 
didn't have access to training facilities because of the pandemic. Oh my goodness. And uh, the cascading that information down to staff, especially in a business like ours, where we've got so many people on yeah. the floor. Yeah, yeah. Was not easy. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, all credit to our staff, uh, you know, devoting their time, trying to understand it, downloading the app themselves. Um, we got a lot of feedback from from them on ground because at the end of the day, they're the ones facing the customers. Yeah. And we, you know, we really take their feedback seriously. Yeah. So that every time we improve the application or we have a different offer or even messaging for that matter. Yeah we were able to kind of optimize all of that better. Yeah. It's still early days for us, you know, again, we're three months old at the moment. Totally. Yeah. But uh, I look at it with positivity because uh, we've got a lot of insight, a lot of feedback, yeah. the nature of business we're in, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, the frequency with which customers fuel their cars here or someone shops in a convenience store or, you know, any of any of our existing businesses. Yeah. And I don't, I wouldn't want to miss out the Tashil business because in UAE you have to risk you know, you've got to register your car every year. You get it tested and, you know, you do a health check and all of that. Yeah. So that's also a bucket load of data. Oh, my goodness. Of and uh, wow. yeah, so that that kind of insight. And within three months, we've got to learn a lot. Yes. And uh, which is going to help us kind of evolve the application, not just the application, but also what we offer to our customers going forward. Yeah. And I was just thinking as you were saying that, Suri, um, as much as COVID, you know, is is a huge challenge operationally, apart from all of the other implications, it actually, you know, the fact that you're going digital, actually there's an underlying reassurance that there's no need for a plastic form of contact. So actually, I think there's an inherent benefit that you made that decision, which is is really just proving that uh, digital is the only way to go, particularly now. I guess, Paula. I mean, uh, if you look at the vision of the uh, vision of the UAE mm. uh, in today's times, the way people interact with each other, be it social media, be it uh, any platform, it's, yeah. and it's all moving that way. Sure. So, going back to cards, I don't think would be um, the right thing to do any which yeah. way. Yeah. I know there are a certain set of customers who still like the touch and feel of a plastic sure. card. Yeah. But that those numbers are really, you know, thinning yeah. down today. And yeah. uh, digital is the way forward. It is easier. It yeah. is um, it's cost effective. Mm -hmm. uh, I, th I guess it's also better for the environment totally. that you're not printing plastic cards totally. today. Yeah. And um, you're able to do a lot more. So I mean, if you've uh, seen the S application. Uh, when a customer transacts with us, mm -hmm. not only do we reward him with uh, the best offers and points and all of that, but mm -hmm. on the other hand, mm -hmm. he also receives all his shopping receipts and everything on the phone. Fabulous. So if tomorrow yeah. you want to go and exchange a product and all of that, yeah. it's a simple scan. Yeah. So we want to make the customer experience uh, in line with what we yeah. set out to do. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, I mean, as you rightly said, digital is the way forward. Yeah. Uh, and this experience is only going to get better. So, you know, we will mm. look at payments through the application. Mm. We've got a host of uh, third parties that you can integrate way easier when you're using a digital card. Vis-a-vis, you have a plastic card. Of course. And uh, that kind of sets you up for a much stronger launch pad mm -hmm. going forward. Vis-a-vis, mm -hmm. you know, doing, going the old way of printing plastic cards. Absolutely. Though sometimes the feel of a little stamp <laughs> on your coffee card still feels nice. Totally, yeah. But, you know, most of us actually lose those uh, stamp cards and... Uh, yeah. There's some scary numbers around yeah, that for sure. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, the chances of losing your phone, I guess, are 
totally now less than that yeah, <laughs> losing yeah. your stamp coffee cards so yeah that. brilliant and was the digital receipts part um i suppose a conscious intention or or was it more just an added benefit you know in terms of when you were developing the program so to be very honest Paula the digital receipts came out of my past experience okay and I, what I had noticed in programs is mm. that when customers actually went to refund something, you yeah. always wanted to have that receipt with you. Yeah. And let's be fair, how many of us actually keep our receipts with I us don't. today? I mean, Definitely. No. I mean, and especially when we're looking at convenience or, you know, changing a car tire, yeah. you'd keep the warranty. But uh, 99% of the times you would throw that receipt right down yeah. bin the moment you walked out of the store. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, that was a challenge previously I had noticed uh, where uh, you you know we would be looking out for receipts and mm-hmm. making sure that you know you're actually mm-hmm. uh, doing it the right way operationally mm-hmm. and we wanted to make sure that we kind of kill these operational challenges right from get go okay and uh, so yeah this was something that we just thought of right yeah. from uh, the, from day one and I think it's actually genius, to be honest with you. And it's possibly one of the benefits. I think you made the point earlier about having, you know, a whole world of, you know, uh, programs to look at. And um, we're in a quite a sophisticated part of the world, actually, I think in many ways. Obviously, the work you do with Comark as well kind of gives you good insights. And I think there's just a lot of brands that just haven't had the benefit of, you know, launching at a time like this where digital receipts have already been seen in other markets and therefore you can leapfrog straight into the latest technology. Absolutely, Paula. Um, I mean, as you rightly said, today, you innovation is one thing, mm. but many a times brands spend too much time innovating. Yeah. And then realize, do we actually need this? Totally. Sometimes yeah. it's not bad to copy. Yeah. <laughs> if you've got 10 programs that yeah. work really well, and yeah. there are 10 features in those programs that you can get on yours from yeah. get-go, Yeah. just do it. Absolutely. And uh, so receipts was one of them. Mm. Um, I can tell you this. The, one of the biggest challenges we had was uh, with fuel. I mean, as you know, in a fuel station, you don't have a scanner. Yeah. So how do you link a customer's transaction yeah. uh, to his account to his car and ensure that your staff doesn't have to, you know, roam around with physical scanners to make sure it's yeah. card link. Yeah. So that's another thing that we thought of with this whole one-time password thing where we could literally okay. get the customer from his car to communicate the password to the attendant. Okay. So there was no physical contact. Okay. It was completely contactless mm-hmm. and he could earn and redeem points literally sitting inside his car. Lovely. Yeah. So that for us was a big win. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took us some time, you know, brainstorming this with Comarch and our fuel partners. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think that was one of the big wins that uh, we were able to get. Okay. Coming out of it, yes. And, uh, you know, as, as you said about uh, digital receipts, uh, contactless and all of it. Yeah. I mean, these are things that today in the market you're seeing, uh, you know, across America, across Europe, mm-hmm. a couple of programs in the region as well. Mm. Uh, what we are trying to do as a brand is obviously be innovative. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's at the forefront of uh, what Enoch would want as a brand itself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have been the first in many ways in many things in the UAE. Mm-hmm. Uh, but having said that, ensuring that the right innovation and uh, there's a right balance between innovation and uh, customer need. Mm. So many a times, you know, you you can have a lot of frills in the program. Yeah. But are they really relevant? Yeah, yeah. So... 
a healthy balance is something I, I I believe, and I may be proven wrong, totally. but uh, yeah. that I feel that would work for uh, a program like ours. Absolutely. And I love that you mentioned about, uh, you know, you don't have to be the very first with everything, you know, that there's, um, there's a simplicity in looking for great ideas. And I do so much work in fuel and convenience retail, as I think you know, and we often talk about this concept of copy with pride. And Absolutely. I think everybody Absolutely. should <laughs> literally just kind of go, yeah, there's superb ideas you know, there and we can make it our own, you know. No, absolutely. So if you if you were thinking of an idea today, trust me, there are 10 people in the world thinking of the same thing somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. But having said that, whether that idea works, yes. uh, whether it works with, it, with customers, yeah. is something that you've got to test, mm-hmm. pilot and run. Now, yeah. digital, being digital and on the app platform, that kind of allows you to do that. You are far more agile. Yes, you know, being back in the day when you, you know, yeah. you had to test something like that and you had physical cards and you were printing coupons and vouchers yeah. and all of that. Yeah. So, I mean, as far as uh, looking at uh, offers and uh, capabilities and, yeah. you know, innovation from outside and making that your own. Yeah, yeah. Why not? If it works. Yeah, do it. Absolutely. And lovely, actually, I think I'm quite envious of you because you've had that blank sheet of paper and, and and enough time to look for the ideas, to brainstorm the solutions. And again, this region, I think, from a fuel perspective, is probably quite unusual because of the attendance. So, you know, not every market around the world, obviously, has fuel attendance that literally fuel your car for you. So that adds, I suppose, maybe even sometimes some complexity, as much as I love it as an experience. No, you're absolutely right, Paula. Uh, attendance are something very prominent to, let's say, I mean, the yeah. UAE or Asia, for that matter. I mean, totally. if you look at India, Pakistan, yeah. rare, you know, these are these are countries where you have a fuel attendant fueling your car. We're so lucky. <laughs> yes, we're lucky. It's convenient. Yeah, you don't want yeah. to get out of your car in 50 degrees heat in the summer. Too hot, yeah. But having said that, that's set up a completely new challenge for us and which was actually linking your transaction because back in Europe or in America, what would happen is you walk into the convenience store and pay for your purchase. Totally. Ensuring that you've linked your loyalty card and you've earned those points. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't the case in the UAE. So it was was a very different challenge that we had. In fact, it was a very different challenge even for our consulting and technology partners to say, okay, you know what? This is something unique and how do we we link this? Uh, We did have the option to say, oh, can we get Emirates ID scanners or do we ask customers for information like that? We didn't want to go down that route to start with. Yeah. And, uh, we, you know, we we wanted to find a different solution. So here we are. Okay. Wow. Um, and along the way then, I guess, yes, loads of learnings. Um, anything you would have done differently, Suri, if you if you were to go back two years, three years? How, how, how are you feeling about all the decisions along the way? Uh, I, I guess a lot of it has got to do with uh, the technology that you have. You know, many a times there's a wish list of things that you can say that yeah, we would have yeah. done differently. Yeah. But having said that in reality uh, there are challenges uh, that you have with uh, the tech you work with yeah, and the tech yeah. you're getting mm. and not the, it will never be a hundred percent fit every time every and it's not yeah. going to happen so yeah. you've got to accept that you've got to kind of move forward the best mm. you can with mm. what you have mm. but having said that keeping it simple is important because yeah. 
as loyalty managers and you know practitioners, we tend to fall in love with the product that we are building. Sure. And that can be dangerous because uh, <laughs> yeah. you know get it, carried it's, away with ourselves. You get carried yeah. away with ourselves. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you get carried away with design. You get yeah. carried away with uh, the way you want to structure an offer, mm-hmm. and that you think that you understand or customers will accept. But mm-hmm. at, at, you know, at, at the mm-hmm. same time, you need to ensure that you are in the minds of uh, customers all the time and mm. keeping it simple so that mm. it is not a challenge for them to say, hey, you know, I've got this offer and how do I use it or what does it mean? Yes. Right. Yeah. So if you, I mean, back in the day, the simplest, uh, simplest programs like your stamp cards mm-hmm. worked well. Totally. And, uh, everybody gets it. Everybody gets yeah. it. Uh, you had uh, the biggest programs globally running them yeah. and loyalty was literally built off that. So yeah. today, yeah. you know, when everybody's talking about loyalty as this next big thing and, yeah. you know, customer yeah. data and um, all of it, factor of the matter is loyalty is earned. You yeah. know, it's not bought. Yeah. And uh, you've got to let your customers love your brands mm-hmm. first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And only after that can you actually expect them to come back to you. And mm-hmm. whatever you give them is more a thank you for uh, coming and shopping with you. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so that's something we at Enoch believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are lucky to have our members yeah. and uh, the fact that they keep coming back to us. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we are doing something right. Mm-hmm. And we'll continue to evolve uh, to make sure that they do to, they do accept us as a brand of choice yeah. and not because, uh, you know, we are giving them a next number of points. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's the holistic experience that we're talking about. Yeah. And you made the point as well, Suri, which um, is around, you know, being intentionally generous. And I think that's a really nice way to, you know, really have that kind of customer focus because genuinely in my experience, you know, two or three years after, you know, intending to launch a program, sometimes that intention is lost by the time it launches, despite everybody's best intentions. So to have that level of we actually really do want to to reward them, I think it's it's fantastic to hear. Uh, absolutely, Paula. And, you know, as you said, many times when we when we get into building such programs, yeah. um, you know, we start with the customer in mind and yeah. slowly you start looking at the financials <laughs> and you look at uh, yeah. other trade-offs. Yeah. And what happens down the line is you've forgotten why you started out. Yeah. yeah. Right. That was something we did not do at all. The customer was at the center of the program. Uh, Our CEO has said it. Uh, Customer centricity was key to us and we didn't want to lose focus of that because the moment you do that, then in your mind you've built a very commercially viable program, Yes, but the reason why you exist isn't valid anymore, and, uh, and 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 your customers let you know. Of course, they do. Exactly, yeah. your customers are going <laughs> to let you know, and that's you know the, that that is feedback um, you don't want, where your customers totally. coming back saying, you know what, this yeah. is not worth it. Yeah. So we want to be relevant. We want we want the customers to come back to us. You know, whether that's a two percent, three percent, five percent, fine. Yeah. But having yeah. said that, we want them to keep coming back to us. Whether we're going somewhere else. Yeah. And uh, we we. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, if they spend with us, uh, whatever that cashback value is, Mm -hmm. uh, it's coming, you know, we will grow incrementally. Mm -hmm. We will have uh, increased frequency. Mm -hmm. We will see an increase in ATV Mm -hmm. and all the different parameters that, you know, loyalty practitioners talk about. That will come. Okay. But first and foremost, uh, it's important that you do it right and, you know. Yes. Give back to your members. Absolutely. And important that it comes from the CEO, Suri, because I think you're right. You know, everybody starts off well-intentioned. Nobody sets out to have a program that's either confusing or or not of value. And I think particularly in your industry, it's 
often seen as a grudge purchase. You know, people just kind of feel, oh, fuel, you know, it's just not as, as fun as, as something as, you know, airline loyalty, for example. So I think when you've got that direction at the C-suite, it totally changes the game. Uh, I'm, I'm, you're right, Paula. No, we're, we're an oil and gas company. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of the day, you don't go to fill fuel the way you would walk into them all yeah right yeah um this is something you do because you have to do yeah. right and yeah. um, you cannot compare us to an airline airline program or let's yeah. say a luxury retail program yeah having said that uh it is very very important for us to ensure that we are able to drive that level of enthusiasm in our members mm-hmm. and uh you know as the c-suite again uh, is very focused on customer centricity it's important that we kind of go back to the whole whole conversation of saying is it just enoc mm. we're also looking at third parties mm. we are also looking at other benefits yeah and um you know our tagline says it very well mm. you know saying say yes to more every day and this was uh, this was a very positive message that Okay. That went out from from the program and uh, mm. was internally built in fact if I can nice. that's a little inside scoop yeah. as to how this came and uh, I think uh, I mean from a program perspective this is uh, this is where we want to be we we yeah. we, we want to change that perception of convenience grocery fuel and you know a car wash so it's not just about mm. uh, you know a mundane chore that you have to do yeah but having said that you get rewarded for something exciting at the end mm. so like winning a car or you know you could be winning a trip somewhere or a holiday and things like that so yeah, yeah. we're trying to blur that gap between a mundane oil and gas fuel functional. loyalty functional loyalty yeah. program or yeah. a transactional loyalty program and yeah. make it experiential we want we yeah. will we want to stand for something yeah and uh, that is that is the way we're going to go forward yeah. charities for that matter is very very important of course yeah lovely you know uh, we are a dubai government entity and uh, that is at the core core of what we do yeah so you know it's again a more humane side of things that mm. we want to touch upon as mm. well and give our customers the option to mm. donate uh, to charity lovely and uh we've got a multi- uh, couple of charity partners Lovely. and uh so that is another thing you know especially during the months of ramadan and uh, during totally. eid and all of yeah. that you will actually see all of that coming to life as well sure and i was going to actually ask you about that suri because again listeners will know we've often talked about the cultural diversity of particularly this country and this city um so yes the gcc you know every country has its own you know subtleties in terms of how it operates but dubai has to be the most cosmopolitan city in the world i genuinely believe So it must be quite challenging I suppose like you know in your role to develop something that everyone's going to understand in exactly the same way. Um, you're right Paula now again you've we've got over what 90 nationalities I if I'm correct. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean and that number's up and down maybe but totally. yeah we're talking 90 nationalities yeah. and um, it's not easy to please everyone. Sure. Yeah. Uh so yes this 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 was a challenge. Yeah. Uh, you know how how do you reach out to uh everyone and again you know our program is right across segments mm-hmm. so right from you know the taxis and the fleets mm-hmm. and up to you know your uh, high you know high value segments of customers who probably may be driving a ferrari or a bentley of course so we wanted to mean something for everyone yeah, yeah. and uh, it was one of the hardest things uh, if i can be honest yeah uh, but we we we're, we're trying to bridge that gap with a bit of experiential and 
transactional uh, part of the program. So, you know, where we're looking at cashbacks and rewards for segments who actually are looking at saving that little money that they're spending on fuel or in the grocery stores. Yeah. On the other side, you know, you've got hotel nights and things like that that you can get at uh, discounts being a member, which would uh, cater to a different uh, customer set. Totally. with this program, I mean, we're looking at uh, millions of members in the future. Yeah, of course. Right? And um, it will be considerably hard to try and, try and please everyone. Of course. Uh, so let's see how that goes. I mean, we may have different <laughs> versions of it or do we, yeah. you know, set out in, um, you know, different products, mm-hmm. uh, be different uh, partnerships with banks and hotels and airlines. Mm. Uh, but yes, there, we will have to kind of find the right balance between, um, between uh, you know, being a uh, mass program for everyone sure with it being also being a very experiential program okay. and i know when i'm saying experiential it's a little hard to be experiential in this part of uh, yeah in this side of the business especially when we're talking about convenience and grocery but at the same time uh, there are ways you can do that you of know course. it's about delivering uh, delivering your grocery to your car mm. uh, you know digitizing your entire experience when you come to our fuel stations yeah, yeah. Uh, you know looking at uh, vouchers for you on your phone when you want to wash your car mm-hmm. uh, you know upgrading your uh, car wash when you if you're a loyalty member mm-hmm. or maybe even getting something for free when you you know it could be surprise and delight Ooh. so we've done that in fact as part of the launch okay um, yeah and yeah. Uh, getting uh, customers and members to actually try some of our brands for the first time. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that's another huge part of uh, what we want to do as a program is to yeah. get get our members uh, who regularly fuel with us yeah. uh, to try some of our other brands. And uh, Brilliant, yeah. We've heard some good feedback, so. And, and again, I think that's a really clever one. There's not many loyalty programs that I hear about that are actually incentivizing the, the crossover. Um, I must look up, I wrote an article recently um, and it was about a restaurant brand and it it had exactly that idea. It wasn't a different company, it was just a different menu item. And you got bonus points for trying something and eating something you'd never tried before. And I think again, when I go to a restaurant, I have my favorite burger, I have my favorite whatever. So maybe I'm missing half the menu. So I think there's genius in that in going, okay, maybe you refuel with Enoch, but maybe I haven't done my, my car servicing there, for example. So just that cross-sell piece, I think you can actively incentivize. Uh, uh, absolutely, Paula, you're right. You know, and many of us, you know, and especially uh, since you mentioned uh, restaurants, you know, yeah. we, we are very safe with what we want to do. And yeah. uh, let's say, be it fast food. Uh, totally. You know, you, like, you know the burger that you like, yeah. uh, you know the shake that you like. Yeah, or the, you know, the, habit. <laughs> yeah, the pizza that you like. And you say, you know, this, yeah. is, this is good here and I'm going to yeah. just get that. Yeah. But if there, is, if there are new products on the menu that you've never tried, yeah. Uh, it's not easy to get customers to try them. And uh, this is another very, very good way for them to actually sample something new and, uh, you know, try and change the behavior to say, hey, guess what? Totally. You've been missing out on uh, this really great piece of chicken all this while. And it's a revelation. And 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 I've heard that from customers. You'll be surprised. I've actually heard that saying, oh, guess what? I I didn't know this was an Enoch brand. And uh, it's actually... The burger's really good. Yeah, yeah. So it's it, it's very positive when you hear something like this and saying, you know what, yeah. I think we're in the right right uh, direction. Absolutely. And uh, a lot of test and learn and a lot of data is good. I mean, when we've got enough and more data to build insights around this, I think uh, that's when we'll be, you know, be in able a place. to prove it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I did see some interesting um, insights as well recently just around, I suppose, just the, the consumption of fuel. So I think in this 
you know, country, it's fair to say that, um, you know, the cars often tend to be bigger. Um, there is even a passion for driving around, you know, and that that's a pastime that, that you, you do see in this country. Uh, UAE loves their cars. They totally do. So so the opportunity is there for you to establish that, that level of connection, you know. No, UAE loves their cars, absolutely. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, uh, where else would you see the kind of cars you see here? Yeah. But uh, again, having said that, uh, fuel consumption, um, I mean, 2020 has not been ideal. So course, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. 2021, we would see numbers going up. Yes. Fingers crossed. Yes. Uh, I mean, we've already seen it in the month of Chan. Um, the numbers are looking numbers are looking pretty, pretty good. Okay. But uh, there is a huge crossover from hybrids and electric cars. Okay. Right? And, Interesting. Uh, yeah. And which is a good thing for the planet. Yeah. But uh, having said that, we want to ensure that we continue to retain some of our uh, fuel customers. Of course, yeah. And loyalty helps that, I mean, totally. to be fair. Yeah. Uh, there are very passionate uh, car drivers here with, you know, the, your V8s and your SUVs and all of that. So, yes, fuel consumption is pretty high. Yeah. And uh, again, uh, the idea for us is to have this uh, have these set of customers and mm -hmm. then look at how we can actually get them to try cross brand mm -hmm. and increase revenues there as well Absolutely. so i mean to, i don't i wouldn't be able to remember the top of my head as to what the exact cross shop number is right now okay but uh, even a 5% change would be huge. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. It's all to be done. You know, the, the opportunity is there. But that's it from my side, Suri. Is there anything else you wanted to mention from a Yes Rewards perspective? Uh, I think that's uh, that's a lot from my side right now, Paula. And uh, we're looking for a positive 2021. I think uh, that's that 2021 should be one of uh, one of is very key to us as uh, for the Yes program. And uh, it'll be a very defining year with the expo and all of that uh, all of what's happening in the UAE so fingers crossed wonderful so that's it from Surya Veer Singh Head of Loyalty at Enoch thank you so much from Let's Talk Loyalty this show is sponsored by The Wise Marketeer the world's most popular source of loyalty marketing news insights and research the Wise Marketeer also offers loyalty marketing training through its Loyalty Academy, which has already certified over 170 executives in 20 countries as certified loyalty marketing professionals. For more information, check out thewisemarketeer.com and loyaltyacademy.org. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Let's Talk Loyalty. If you'd like me to send you the latest show each week, simply sign up for the show newsletter on letstalkloyalty.com and I'll send you the latest episode to your inbox every Thursday. Or just head to your favorite podcast platform, find Let's Talk Loyalty and subscribe. Of course, I'd love your feedback and reviews and thanks again for supporting the show.